Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Get your hands on some great new WGR apparel at WGR550shop.com. Load up on t-shirts, sweatshirts, hoodies, and more, including a Howard Pick sweatshirt. Get yours now before they're gone at WGR550shop.com. All right, welcome back. Nick here here live from Batavia Downs at the Legends and Stars memorabilia and autograph show here at Batavia Downs Gaming and Hotel. Real quick, we'll uh, go to Ryan Hasenauer, who's joining me live, and then we'll get to Greg Thompson here in just a moment. I just saw Doug yeah. Flutie. Yeah, yeah. He's signing for the – or he's doing his uh, meet and greet here on the left. Uh, I, I believe we've also got Scott Norwood. Yep, he'll be coming up I think here. He, I think he just got done, so maybe he'll come over here take some pictures. What else we got today? So we got Peerless Price and Antoine Smith on the on the stage right now. They're going to be finishing up in a little bit. But if you if you're in the car, um, you can come on up. Maybe see Steve Tasker, Brian Mormon. It's going to be here. Fred Jackson, Naheem Hines, current Buffalo football player, will be here one thirty to two thirty. Kyle Williams, guys. Kyle Williams is going to be here. And you know, the I just King. was talking to Brian. Brian, uh, one of the greatest fullbacks <laughs> in Bills history, by the way, Kyle Williams. That's right. I was just talking to Brian from Legend Stars. He was here, and he was saying, you know, people might not realize Kyle's actually never done the show before. This really? Is, this is Kyle's first time doing the show. You know, they get so many Buffalo football players over the years. Sometimes you're like, wait, has he done the show before? Has he not? Uh, but Kyle's never done this show. So, you know, you got time. He's not going to be on stage until 1.30. So that's in 50 minutes from now. So if you're listening Buffalo Rochester, get in the car, get the kids, come on out, see Kyle Williams, bring something to get autographed. And something else I forgot to mention. I can't believe it took this long to mention it. If you get anything autographed today, Nate, mm-hmm. you can go into the Park Place room, and JSA is here to authenticate oh, wow. your item. So you'll get a certificate of authenticity for just 10 bucks for anybody oh, who's killer. signing at the show. You got something that you got signed earlier, they'll take a look. There's a price range sure, depending sure. on what it is, who signed it, all the other good stuff. But anything from anybody today that gets signed, you can get it authenticated That's for just great. 10 bucks. I'm, I got a Flutie jersey signed. I got them to sign one for me, and I'm going to get it authenticated here once Might we're, as well we're done the radio. Might with one stone. Yeah. yeah. Last time around when Bruce was here, Bruce was here in October, I got that thing authenticated right away. I got something from Josh back in February, but this last time I had them authenticated as well. So that's big. That's you great. Know, hopefully that'll, uh, someday that Josh Allen jersey might pay for a flight somewhere if I need it. Let's hope so. <laughs> I mean, let's hope so. All right, yeah. buddy. Thanks, Ryan. Thank uh, Ryan has an hour there of Batavia Downs. Let's go to the Western Hotline. Greg Thompson joining me. Uh, unfortunately, Greg will not be here uh, at the Legends and Stars memorabilia and autograph show to sign your autographs, but he will be here on live on the radio with me, which is a good uh, consolation prize. Am I right, Greg? I guess it'll have to do for now. I'll have their people call my people. Yeah, right. And I'm, I'm, to be honest with you, I don't know which to categorize you as legend or star. I think I'll just say both, <laughs> legend and stars. You're very kind. Very, very kind. 
Well, how are you, my friend? It's uh, I'm glad to have you on. I know this is kind of your uh, your busy season. You just started a new podcast. We'll talk about that in a couple of minutes. I wanted to. Um, I just had Matt Verderam on. I thought you know I kind of wanted to follow up some of the things him and I talked about um, with you, uh, kind of being my resident cap guru. Uh, he mentioned something interesting that it, he kind of it, it also ingested and sort of admitted, like you know, Bills fans might think I'm crazy, and like what the hell am I talking about right now? But he talked about you know looking at Gabriel Davis and and where this team is going to. Be and only because, you know, he kind of views the the Kansas City Chiefs, but maybe most notably the Cincinnati Bengals, as two teams that have some young players that they're just not going to pay in two years. And I think if you are the Bills right now, if you're a Bills fan, are are we under the impression that the Bills are are going to sign Gabriel Davis for the 12, 14, 15, depending on the season he has, maybe $17 million a year contract, that the wide receiver position is now sort of demanding on the market? I mean, Jacoby Brissett's going to make, what, $18 million, $17 million this year on the open market. Why wouldn't Gabriel Davis make that much or more? Like, is this maybe a time to maybe consider? I know that moving Gabriel Davis right now creates an even larger hole at a position, but I do wonder if it's something that maybe you think about doing and getting ahead of it the same way people are talking about the Chiefs, or I'm sorry, the, the Bengals trading T. Higgins. Yeah, I, I think that, you know, it goes in tiers, and I think that your your comp to Jacoby Myers is a great one. Like, he's not some superstar household name receiver. There's a real good chance he gets $17.5, million a year in his next deal here. And, you know, when people see oh, Jacoby Myers just got five years, $90 million. That's going to be eye-opening for a lot of people. And I would say that Gabriel Davis being retained long-term is still the betting favorite. That, that's what I think the most likely outcome is here. But I think it's less of a slam dunk than people realize because, you know, we talked about it, like you said, this is kind of my nerdy uh, Super Bowl part of the year with the yep. salary cap breakdowns. We did our our salary cap spectacular the other night. And that when you talk about, you know, trade assets, it has to be someone that someone else would want. Sure. So yeah. Yeah. When yeah. There's, it has to involve talent and a tradable contract. I, I brought up Ed Oliver as a possibility, yep. but it's naive to think that Gabriel Davis isn't one of those players that teams are calling about. And that I, I don't know that that's the most likely outcome. I think that there's some different things that could happen, but, you know, let's say they hit on a receiver and Jackson Smith and Jigba makes it to 27 on draft night. You know, that night going into day two, are you tempted to see if, hey, is anybody interested in moving an extra sure. day two pick and we could get a second or third round pick for Gabe Davis because now we locked up what we think can be our number two receiver? Um, I think if we take a special circumstance like that, sure. maybe they have a, a reunion with Robert Woods. Maybe they do sign one of the new receiver coach, you know, history guys like Jarvis Landry or old Beckham Jr., and then they hit on someone on draft night. If it, you got that little special cocktail there, I think it's possible they could take phone calls on Gabe Davis. So you talked about $50 million. That's that's the, the, the sexy number that you can get to, I think, from a lot of restructurings you mentioned. Walk us through, um, and listen, part of this is $50 million might be, like, what you could create if you really want to get aggressive. And I know Brandon Bean said, like, it ain't happening this offseason. But, Greg, I'm, I'm of the mind that, like, there is, I think, a one, two, three-year window right now where I'm good if they want to do the thing that like the uh, that the that the Rams did, and the Rams are on the other side of it now, releasing a guy they just signed at a five-year, sixty-three million dollar deal in um, uh, in uh, wow, why am I why am I blanking? Uh, 
Bobby Wagner, right, the linebacker. They're mm-hmm. already talking mm-hmm. about trading, um, you know, their their number one corner in, in Jalen Ramsey. Like, it, it's funny how quickly it seems like it that roster is it – it, it can. And I think maybe they're the, they're the extreme of this, right, because I think they got a little reckless with some of those extensions. But I would tell you that I'm open to this team using this window this year, this offseason, next year, knowing the salary cap continues to go up. I don't know that there's not a better time to maximize the restructures you can do right now, make as much cap room as you can, and get as aggressive as possible this offseason. Well, one, ask any Rams fan if they're okay with what's going on right now. (laughs) They'll look down at their Super Bowl ring and be like, you know what? All right. It was good with it. Yep. Um, so there's a handful of things to go into it. On the show, I did go all the way to $50 million. That involved trading, trading Al Oliver, yep. cutting a couple guys that I think it's possible to restructure instead of cutting them. But I will say, you can go from right now that those are $16.5 million in the hole. They're over the cap if the season were to start right now. So you can go pretty quickly from $16.5 million under to about $35 million in cap space with – no stress at all. Sure. It's all based on guys who are guaranteed to be on this roster the next two seasons, guys who there's no possibility we're going to cut, and you're simply shuffling around already guaranteed money that we have to pay out. We're simply taking the benefit of kicking the can down the road when there are some explosive cap increases coming. I think there, there are no doubt about it. I will also tell fans, last year, exactly at this time, Brandon Bean was out there saying, hey, guys, I wouldn't I get your hopes up. We're <laughs> not going to have a lot of flashy deals. We're not going to do a lot of things. We're already $3 million over the salary cap. We don't have room to do things. Fast forward about 60 days, the man signed 11 free agents, one of which to a six-year $120 million deal, and this moved forward with all the draft picks and yeah. extra money to make two trades in season. So, um you know, not that I don't trust Brandon Bean, but he's honest in a lot of things. That's one area. He's consistently overly conservative to manage expectations. Um, so just because he said, hey, don't expect a whole lot of big things, I will be shocked. I, I, I put out a different path. I've talked about if we went the nuclear winner route of comp pick bingo, where you let Tremaine Edmonds and Jordan Poyer and Jordan Phillips and Devin Singletary and every free agent walk, and you only go after trading for players or release players, and we try to get comp picks back. This year is a window that could do that. I'll still believe it when I see it. I believe that Brandon Bean's going to restructure a bunch of deals, sign a good handful of free agents, maybe not another $100 million guy. That's probably a little over and above. But multiple starters, I believe we're going to find a starting guard and a starting defender at one of those spots where a guy walks. I expect there to be action. Greg, I, I, you know what it kind of reminds me of, Brandon Bean? It kind of reminds me of your parents, like, during Christmas time, where they're like, I'm just saying I wouldn't expect any big-ticket items under the Christmas tree, like, you know, just tempering the expectations of your kids. It's going to be a very good Christmas. That's right. It's, uh, you know, dad, dad's been busy at work. I had to get a new car. You know, just I wouldn't expect a big Christmas this year, kids. And then, you know, they splurge and get you everything that you wanted on your Christmas list. That, that's kind of what I envision Brandon Bean is. He's just all of our dads telling us, like, hey, we're tempering expectations this year, the kids. We bought a new house and bought a new car. We don't have a lot of money left over, but they figure out ways to make you happy. And that's – I think it, it, it exists because of this this window, Greg, right? Like, I 
if I'm thinking this way, I'm sure Brandon Bean is too. Like, I, I think everybody recognizes that this is – I want to stop short of saying that this is some sort of make-or-break season. Um, but I do want to say this team has been knocking on the door, and they haven't gotten to that Super Bowl. They haven't gotten past that AFC Championship game. And I know that that weighs on Brandon Bean, much like it weighs on his fan base. Yeah, and I'll even take it a step further. There, There's only so much choice or option available here. I, I warned people last year, going into last season, and, and that the jokes I made about Brandon Bean telling everybody he wasn't going to do much, he hadn't, up until that point, done a lot of the crazy Mickey Loomis cap tricks that we've seen other GMs do, and Mickey right. Loomis obviously making famous with void years and deferred guaranteed option years and restructuring everything that isn't bolted down. Well, last year, he started down that path. And I told people, this is, this is awesome. This is cool. This allows us to be aggressive. It's also Pandora's box and has a snowball yeah. effect. Once you open it, you can't undo that anymore. So right now, going into this year, we're $16.5 million over the cap. You have to do some stuff for us to function as a franchise. Like, they have to do some restructures just to be allowed to make draft picks and allowed to fill out a roster and to function during the season. Well, if you're going to do that, there's no sense kind of hedging or middling that. You might as well do enough to improve the roster. You might as well do enough to, you know, be able to add a handful of starters. It's okay to be responsible and not to be completely reckless in the spending, but it's one of those things where middling it is actually worse. Either you shouldn't do any restructures, have a year where you take your medicine and don't do anything because you're actually getting cap healthy. If you're going to have to make a few, you might as well make the amount you need because you're already going down that path. So, uh, you know, Drew Brees saw this for almost a 12-year stretch where every year people kept saying, well, is this the year where they're going to take their medicine? And Mickey Loomis, I think, intelligently said, listen, as long as I still have a Hall of Fame quarterback, I'm not taking my medicine ever. We yeah, right. We're going to try to compete because I have this guy. And we've seen that the last two years it really came to bite them where they didn't have that guy anymore to make it okay. And maybe someday that comes for us. If God forbid we ever have a Josh Allen injury year sure. or after his career is done. But until then, this is our new reality. We're going to go into every single league year. Hey, we're so far over the cap. What in the world are we going to do? And then he's going to shuffle the chairs around and play the shell game and move the money and make it so we can function. And it's, it's just going to become an annual ritual and we will become so used to it that we don't even pay attention to the fact that we're over the cap anymore. So let me parlay this into kind of almost like a two or three part question, uh, and then I'll and then I'll let you go here. So obviously the Tremaine Edmonds contract extension has been kind of the talk of the season. I think everyone has sort of. I don't know, accepted the fact that Jordan Poyer is likely going to move on this offseason. It appears from his camp that is kind of like what they're looking to do. I think he there may be a level of animosity. Not maybe animosity. Maybe that's the wrong word. Maybe it's a little extreme. But a little bit of frustration that, you know, the Bills didn't make a big effort during the season or last year to, to get him locked up this year. And maybe he's going to go test the market. And he's earned that right uh, as, um, as someone who has done a lot of great things for this franchise. But what I want to ask you is, like, everyone keeps talking about restructuring. But I think there's some creativity available out there for maybe a player or two that they really like to extend to create some space this year and push off instead of restructuring. And I think the guy that I'm maybe most thinking about, and I'm wondering – if he's even eligible, is Matt Milano. Um, because like he's a guy, to me, instead of like restructuring Milano, is there an option to extend that contract and maybe move some, some of the figures further down the line? And then 
in terms of you know maybe that being an option, is there if you are in the if trying to sign Tremaine Edmonds a way to maybe create a really interesting contract for him where maybe he because if he's so young you build a six year contract for Edmonds where maybe you wouldn't do that for other players and maybe that gives you the flexibility you need to to, to put some of the, that money off into later years and and make him a very palatable cap hit this year. So those are fantastic questions. I'm excited to answer all of them. Um, the, the, <laughs> the process we go through when, you know, and it, it's sad, I'm genuinely excited right now. That's how much of a nerd I am with salary cap stuff. So my process every year, I look one year ahead. You know, it's easy to look at who the free agents are now, but if you want to look at your potential sure extensions for the coming year, you want to look at who's expiring next year. Yep. So it's actually a pretty small list. My biggest one that's the most obvious one for me is Daquan Jones. He was a revelation last year. Sure was. He's only under contract for this 2023 year. We can save about three and a half to four and a half million dollars and have more Daquan Jones in our life. That is a slam dunk to me. I, I think that's a, an automatic. The There are two names that I think we, or three names, I think we will get to in the sense of like the, the Mitch Morris approach where, hey, you've been with us a long time. You're going to be up next year. How about we tack two more years on and keep kind of monitoring it year to year? I think you have three guys in that bucket, and it's Deion Dawkins, Matt Milano, and Taron Johnson. All of them are set up where next spring, I think that's what you do, because all of them are under contract for 2023 and 2024. So they're all people that I would be very open to restructuring because I plan to extend them. Mm. So far, Brandon Bean has been pretty hesitant to um, extend people with two years left on their deal. The only exceptions have been Josh Allen and Stephon Diggs. I know that was not received well in Jordan Poyer's camp because he was told that, hey, we don't, we do, don't that. do that kind yep. of thing. We don't do that. And then all of a sudden they did it with Josh Allen. Um, so I, I would be shocked if he all of a sudden did that more often. But I think those are three rock-solid names that next year we're having that exact conversation, and we extend Deion Dawkins, Matt Milano, and Taron Johnson for two more years each and keep rocking down the road. Um, that doesn't mean – now, also, that means it's easier to extend them now, be out to restructure them now, because there's not a risk of them leaving. You know you're going to extend. Sure. For the Tremaine Edmonds question, I think you're spot on. I, I don't love the way that Von Miller was done last year – because he's an older player and six years is a lot, but I get it. You had to fit it in. It's actually, he's going to be one of the restructures this year because they're going to take a roster bonus, convert it to a signing bonus. It's already guaranteed money. We owe him that anyways. You spread it out over the remaining five years. It's a free $10 million in cap space. With Tremaine Edmonds, it actually has all those same benefits, but now you have not none, but way less of the risk because he's 24 and he's just going to be turning 25 when it starts. A six-year deal, you're just signing him through age 30. Yeah. So you can do a signing bonus in year one and a guaranteed option bonus in year two, both of them prorate over the maximum five years. I built a six-year $105 million deal, so $17.5 million a year, matching the C.J. Mosley money just under Fred Warner, just under Darius Leonard, under Roquan Smith, but in that next tier below those guys, $17.5 million. I can build it where he has a cap hit in the first year of seven million, and in the second year still only nine million. But he's getting all the money and all the cash, and then his deal doesn't get big until Matt Milano starts to come down or mm. get smaller or comes off the books, and you layer it in a very intelligent manner that way. So, um, I 
I don't know if Tremaine Edmonds' people thinks he's going to get six years, $120 million and get the exact Roquan Smith deal. Maybe that's too rich for Brandon Bean's blood. But we could do a pretty big deal. $17.5 million is a ton of money. It's enough that there are a handful of people listening right now who are furious. I even mentioned that number. <laughs> but you can do it where it's only a $7 million cap hit in year one and a $9 million cap hit in year two. I dare you to go out and find a replacement-level linebacker that's going to cost less than $7 million and is better than Tremaine Edmonds. It just doesn't exist. Oh, man. Yeah, let's do this again soon because that was fun, and I think we can probably find a few more guys to talk about. I appreciate you, buddy. Thanks so much for coming on kind of last minute before me, too. I appreciate you, Greg. Greg Thompson here of Cover One. But actually, really quick, plug your new podcast because I think I think if, if this stuff's going on to your podcast, I, I think people got to tune in. <laughs> I appreciate it very much. Obviously, you can find me at Greg Thompson on Twitter. Uh, search for Cover One anywhere that you can. And our new show, the Greg Thompson Sports Show, I get to dabble into all the sports outside of football that I really enjoy. Uh, last night, Mike Camerlango, that anybody knows from 60 Second Classics, had him on to debate our top five sports movies. I went over Mac McClung and the dunk contest. Had a ton of fun. Uh, come and find that anywhere that you find uh, your podcasts or live stream shows. Uh, looking forward to it. But Greg Thompson Sports Show, check it out, and I, I promise you'll have a good time. Awesome. Thanks, buddy. Thanks again, Greg Thompson there, cover one on our Western Hotline. I did the thing. I went way over. Uh, so we are going to take a time out on the other side. Matt Lombardo of Heavy Sports joins me just after the 1 o'clock hour. I appreciate you listening. I'm live from Batavia Downs at the Legends of the Stars memorabilia and autograph show. I'm here till 2 o'clock. Come say hi. We've got uh, up on stage right now, or at least approaching right now, Fred Jackson, Naeem Hines, and Kyle Williams all headed to the stage here shortly here at Batavia Downs. This is Sports Talk Saturday on WGR. Odyssey is your home for all the audio that matters to you. Download the free Odyssey app today to listen to WGR Sports Radio 550. Brought to you by Value Home Centers for the do-it-yourselfer in you. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.